Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's most prominent media, we'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Experts Podcast. Nick Hayes here. Hello, Lana. Hello, Nick Hayes. Lana Hill Kawani. Yes, hello. You know when I did my solo hosting? Yes, yes, two weeks ago. I did the funny hand thing that you always do at the start of the show. It gives me a bit of energy. Yeah, I like it. It just gives me the spark and the punch. I'm into it. Well, and and please don't be any better because that really scared (laughs) me. I was probably more worried whether I was going to get another gig again on the Experts (laughs) Podcast. We get back. Big show here today, big show yes. today, because we're going to talk FM, we're going to talk FM, music stations, yeah. <laughs> well, we do talk to a lot of talk back. We, we certainly do. Talk do. To, and it's mainly centred around the news and the information, and I think that the, there is a big opportunity for many experts and commentators out there for FM, even if it's in bite size and shorter pieces, but they're big audiences. Oh, huge. And how you pitch and direct your content to them, very different to that that you would do to a, an AM or a talk station. Janine Chatfield, how are you? Uh, hello. Thank you for having me here. Look at you. Hey, uh, 94.5. Yes. Tell us a little bit about the show. So 94.5 in Perth, uh, high-rating breakfast program yeah. running the show. How's it all going? It's going really well. So, yeah, 94.5 with Pete, Matt and Kimber. Yeah. Uh, so our breakfast show um, – um, as you guys would know, working in the media, that we rebranded at the end of last year. Uh, I was former, formerly the EP for Hit 92.9 with Xavier, Jules and Pete. Yes. Uh, of course, that finished at the end of last year. 92.9 became Triple M, Perth. Yes. Uh, with Xavier, Baz, Xavier and Jenna. Yeah, I love Jenna. I tell you, I love Jenna. She's she's a good <laughs> chick. I don't mind yeah. Baz. Zave's another issue here. Xavier, I've got a soft spot for Xavier. Xavier, yes. He played for Hawthorne. Uh, he did oh, play for Hawthorne. Really? Put He did play for West Coast in the end. But anyway, go on. Yeah, so, so um, yeah, so they <laughs> they were my guys, Xavier, Jules, and Pete last year. We re- 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 rebranded. Um, and then we took um, Mix 94.5, um, went to the Hit Network. Yes. So Heritage Brand um, has been around for a long time, has rated yeah. well consistently for many, many years in Perth. Um, so it was a bit of a shake-up. There was lots of changes um, in, in FM radio uh, last year. And um, so, but my team's doing great. Pete, Matt and Kimber, um, great chemistry, excellent content, of course. Oh, and <laughs> I well, love it. And a great producer. Fantastic. I mean, look at that producer giving a little bit of a plug for her own thing. Uh, now, this is unusual for you to be behind the microphone, isn't yes, it? Yes, very unusual. you're the one behind the scenes. That's right. You're taking the calls. You're preparing the, the programs. Janine, I've got to ask you straight away because it's, it's something that because FM – People don't quite get – they think there's no hope that a, an FM station is going to be interested in my content yeah. or what I've got to say because I'm, I'm a bit more on the newsy angle. I'm, I'm – you know, it's not – FM's all about uh, celebrities and, you know, wannabe rock stars and all that kind of thing. Is What is it? What is it that you're looking for? Local. Local. I want a local story. We love a good Perth story and, and you know, a, a good news story in Perth is certainly what we're looking for and when I design a show every day, 
I'm looking for local, topical, trending, and then, of course, the personal stories from um, Pete, Matt and Kimber. But, yeah. yeah, local is very much at the forefront of my mind when I'm putting a show together. Yeah, I, I do. I, Lana, local's everything. And it it's, is. And it's the same thing that goes across to any radio station and anyone that tries to nationalise or try to be something for everybody, you're never going to get there. And I, I think that localization is really important. Um, but... It, it isn't just the it, – it's got to have a little bit more of an extra edge, doesn't it, for FM? Because your audience is a little different to that of a talk radio station. Certainly. And it's – what is it that little – what's that little spice that it needs? So I'm always looking for light and shade in our show. So we had a quick chat before we started today with you guys, Nick and um, Lana, and I – you know, so on our show today, we had Dr. Andrew Miller from the uh, AMA, yes. president of the AMA. Good uh, for a headline, that fella. Good for a headline. <laughs> so quite a serious chat about our, our health system. Yeah. Uh, and then we had Olivia Vivian from uh, Celebrity Apprentice. So, you know, we'll, I'm looking for, you know, light and shade in our show. But what I'm looking for from experts is how can they pitch their knowledge or their story or their content to me that's going to be uh, FM appropriate. And so mm. our 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 audience is thirty to fifty four, female skewed, and our I guess our tagline for Mix ninety four point five is get that fun feeling. Yeah. So you know I want people going to work, you know, and they're listening to us in their cars um, that they. They want to stick around in their car, you know, in the car park before they go to work because they want to hear the end of it. They want to hear the end of the chat with uh, with someone that we're interviewing, or they're you know they're loving that song and they got to hear that last little bit. So, what can you bring yeah. that's going to make people stay in their cars? And that's a really good call out, Lana, to everyone out there. If you've ever been at a time, and I've done this multiple times. In fact, I'm late for work mo- <laughs> just about every day because I'm I'm held on to the, gripping, the, the, gripping the interview. Radio. I can't miss what happens next and I think that's what we've got to try and do is be how can I what content can I put out there that the next thing people have got to find out more they've got to know yeah definitely I think it is so much about knowing the audience you're trying to appeal to though because the thing that's going to make me stay in the car could be different to the thing that makes you stay in the car Nick I mean a good a banging song is a lot different (laughs) a lot different when if it's coming to music yeah but it is it is about yeah obviously the brand is more fun kind of you know I guess a bit lighter hearted but I love that local thing you know I think the more that our experts can really understand what that local importance really looks like the better yeah so Janine you mentioned two people um uh Dr Andrew Miller mm-hmm. and and our former well one of our Australian ninjas um two very high profile people mm-hmm. you know a lot of the people out there that'll be listening to this they're not that high profile or they're not that tv but you don't have to be is that what you're saying absolutely not so even last night i was um you know before i go off to bed which is very early because breakfast radio <laughs> yeah. um i always do a check of the news sites and see what's happening and came across a little story um in i think it was in perth now and i thought that will be perfect for our show. I don't want to give too much away, um, but it's um, but we're constantly looking for those local stories and then getting those people on. So, um, yeah, so it's just looking for that kind of content. And when people pitch it to us, are you thinking about our audience, yeah. our target demographic? Um, and is it going to be a straight-up chat? Are we going to have a bit of fun? Are we going to play a game? Like, what's the angle? Yeah. Are we? Is it? Does it matter if it's been pitched uh, or run somewhere else prior? 
Not necessarily. Um, we we try to do things different to what everyone yeah. else is doing, but no, not necessarily. Especially when we're doing, you know, people are doing the media rounds about a particular thing. Like yeah. everyone usually picks it up, but how can you target us differently? Yeah. So that we stand apart. So you still do the if someone's got a donut to sell and they're dropping off donuts, you always make a mention of them. Food always works well for media. I've you've, you can never do go donuts wrong. work. Oh. Janine, oh, well, it, it does for the producing team. I'll tell you what. Um, yeah, look, it, 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 you don't have to give me donuts. Just do a do a decent pitch. Yeah. and and yeah, and cater to our audience and make it different. Yeah, stand out. Yeah. Don't be just that run-of-the-mill, one-page, two-page press release, media release for those that don't like press release. Um, but press releases, media releases, yeah. do you look at them, Janine? No. No. I, <laughs> and we have we have limited time in the morning. So I arrive at work at about 4.30. I go through all the news sites, go through the papers, um, and we really only have until about quarter past five and that's when I have my pre-show meeting so I haven't got a lot of time sure. to be reading a lot of things so they need to stand out yeah um, and then the guys will come in and then they'll pitch their content and then from there I put the board together and put our run sheet together and you know having all of that local topical personal stuff and the light and shade um, so there's not a lot of time so I don't sit there and read a two-page press release so it needs to be punchy, it needs to be eye-catching, it needs to stand out and it needs to be specific to 94.5. So is that, sorry Nick, is that normal where your your hosts and your presenters will come in and pitch their ideas in addition to what you've already prepared? So with our team, yes, that's how I've always done it with my awesome. team. So producers will um, look for content because the more that everyone can bring, the better. Yeah. Um, and then, then it gives us more options. So I like to... Uh, um, organised and I'm sure we'll talk about this later. I'm a t- former teacher, so um, super organised. So I try and plan a lot of the show um, in advance, so the day before. So I you know, roughly know what guests I've got coming on the show. Um, if the guys have pitched great content that just hasn't got a run, we call it an evergreen. So yeah. I might just place things as, as placeholders so that when the guys do come in in the morning, it's not this mad rush to six o'clock to get content out yeah. and that we are putting the very best content to air. And you know Kimber, Pete and Matt, you know what they like, you know what they want yep. and you're, you're almost that gatekeeper, aren't you, for the content that's flowing through and you're going, look, I know I can put that th- through. That's a maybe but yep. that's just not going to get there. 100%. So, yeah, and that's what we pay for the producers. A good producer that knows their, knows their hosts, knows the audience and is that, that gatekeeper. Beautiful stuff. Now, you did allude to the fact that we're going to get in a little bit behind you because Janine Chatfield is not your usual producer. No. You didn't follow the path of university straight out of high school over to to media and go and chat with uh, the Andrea Burns of the world mm. and, you know, embrace yourself there. You became a teacher. Yeah. So, and even before that, Nick, I um, worked in youth suicide prevention. Um, oh, wow. So, um, oh. yeah, so I came from a social welfare background. And I did that for a number of years and then went back and did my um, education degree and then worked in education and training for about 11 years. And I taught everything from kindy right through to TAFE. 
Wow. That's epic. And then, yeah. you, and then you became a mum? Yeah, so I've got two little kids. Harper's eight and Tommy's four. No. So and you're working breakfast radio as a producer. Yeah. Your husband is a saint. <laughs> <laughs> My husband's never home either. He's off Who's doing... He? He's off. He's, he's a filmmaker and he's actually just signed a, um, a very big deal with um, Disney Plus and he's filming oh. a documentary for them, um, all filmed in WA, first uh, Australian production company to do so. So... Wow, yeah, congrats, so he's Mr. Off, Chatfield. He's off doing his thing, but um, I have a lot of support so that we can make it work. Well organised. Mm, exactly. So, so what made you get into, go yeah, to Whopper, head over yeah. to ECU, yeah. get under Joe McManus and, you know, get guided to, to this particular role? So it's probably a 20-year journey to get me to that point. So uh, in high school, all I ever wanted to be was a journalist, a reporter. Yeah. Wow. And um, I ended up going to live in Thailand on a scholarship after high school uh, for 12 months. And I came back and I got into La Trobe University in Melbourne because I'm originally from the East Coast. Whereabouts in Melbourne? Um, down on Phillip Island. Phillip Island, very yes. north. Oh. Penguins and racetracks and yes. all that a bit sort of, of stuff. <laughs> bit yeah. of surfing, exactly. Oh, very Jesus. good. Very nice part of the world. But yeah, that, I wanted to be a, a reporter. And so when I came back from Thailand and got into La Trobe University, and that's what I wanted to do. And I was young, and I, you know, got the travel bug. I was bitten, and but I remember going to one of the lectures, and I met a, a journalist from the Herald Sun, and he was talking about death knocks. When oh, yeah. you know, a three-year-old has drowned and you are yep. the journalist and you're getting the story. And I, I'll never, it stuck with me. It has stuck with me for 20 years. And I remember him saying, I've had people turn hoses on me. I've had people try and run me over. And he goes, and I'll do anything to get the story. I've climbed fences. And I remember thinking, that's not me. Mm. I, I'm not cut out for that. So I took a hiatus from, from the journalism degree and went and travelled and then, you know, went into um, the social welfare and then education. And, and then when, you know, got to 38, I think I was. And, and heaps of spare time. Heaps of spare time. <laughs> heaps of spare time. And, yeah, so I, I think I must have been around oh, between 36, 38. I can't remember how old I was. But just, off. just thinking, you know what, I'm done with the education and training sector and this is something that I've always wanted to do and I just never went back to it. Life just got took a hold. And, you know, I had a chat with my husband and said, I think I want to do this postgrad in, in broadcasting. And he was like, go for it. So, you know, it, it was I had to take 12 months off, no pay, mm. um, because the postgrad course is very intensive. Very it is like on. a full-time job. Wow. Um, went along to the audition which is the most terrifying experience of my life. <laughs> Met Joe McManus and Andrea Burns and David Smith and um, it was awful. I hated it. <laughs> I hated every minute of the you audition. You obviously did all right. Though. Well, I remember walking out of that going, well, I will not get into Whopper. There is no chance because it was horrendous. And anyway, long story short, I did and it was it was intense. It was a very difficult year with two little kids. Yeah. Um, I think it was maybe eight, you know, week eight or week nine and I rang Joe on the way into uni and I said, we need to have a meeting when I get in. So I went in and saw her and I said, this, I'm not cut out for this and burst into tears and said, I've made a huge mistake. My family's suffering. I'm suffering. Mm. And Joe just threw her head back and laughed and said, I, want, I was wondering when you were going to come in and have this <laughs> chat. She goes, everybody does. She goes, don't be ridiculous. 
And she she said, this is like a workplace. If you're struggling or if you need more time with something or if you, you know, if Harper has a, a, an assembly and you need to go to that, then you come and ask me. And I'd put so much pressure on myself because I was one of the only mums doing the full year and I didn't want to get special consideration because yeah. of that. And Joe said, but that's not life. And she was just the most amazing mentor and oh, she saw awesome. me through and... Um, yeah, so I did the postgrad and um, and then I started doing a bit of casual work at 6PR and, you know, I cut my teeth with Harvey Deegan. I did like, it was like <laughs> the graveyard shift. I was, you know, on a Sunday night um, working till midnight yes. and that's how I, I started producing there and, of course, with um, Ollie Peterson. Um, I did Baz and Milsey on breakfast for a while there. So I really learnt um, how to produce at 6PR, an amazing place to, to learn. Well, something we got in common, I cut my teeth with Harvey Deegan back in the day for my Cute. first radio segment 20 plus years ago. Wow. Doing the top 10 issues of the week that are happening in <laughs> Perth, brought to you by Reheim. Jock's Journal, you know. Yeah, oh, oh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. I but, love it. But you know what, I think. What you've just said there and, and just particularly with and going to Joe McManus and Andrea Burns and, and the program that they have, hats off to them oh. because not only do they pick the right people, or 100% success rate in, in employment there for, for yeah. the people that go through the program. And there's not many university courses out there that you can go in and say, no. um, yeah, you're going to get a job at the end of this. It's unheard of. Because of the way that they do it. And, and they follow up. I'm still in contact with Joe and Andrea. We, you know, they care about you. They care about your career. Yeah. Um, so it is phenomenal. You are a big ticket item for them too. They think they speak of you very highly. In fact, I was just on the phone to Andrea Burns this morning morning they adore you and and they're very proud the feelings very mutual i adore them i love hearing that um so janine is it is it because you're a mum is it because you've got a bit of age behind you and i don't mean to say that in because you're gorgeous and (laughs) you're lovely (laughs) careful but i you you know you've just experience your experience wisdom thank you lana (laughs) i was going there um but you've got that is that what brings the work ethic and the and what you do to the table because there's not a lot of you out there. They tend to be very young and junior coming through. Yeah. And you're at the top of the game very, very quick in your career. Mm. Yeah, look, definitely life experience. Um, and, you know, my teaching background certainly has helped because yep. wrangling talent can sometimes be like wrangling children. Um, <laughs> Tougher. Not, not, this, not this team, clearly. And not, uh, but not the talent from, uh, by the way, from Media Stable. <laughs> no, reiterate that. no, in all seriousness. <laughs> yeah, definitely life experience. And... Um, and I'm passionate. Like I, I genuinely love what I do and I care about what I do. I love my team. Um, Erica McGee, who is our content director at Mix 94.5. Oh, my God, I love her. And, you know, it's kind of this I want to make her proud sort of thing. Yes. Um, so you do. You work hard and, um, and you know, that translates. And our, and our team are genuinely a – beautiful, caring, loving team. We all care about each other. And um, and so I work hard for them and I and they work hard for me. And you know, we've we've got to that beautiful point in our in our um, working relationship where if I ask them something and maybe they don't necessarily want to do it, but if I ask them and they know it's important, then they'll do it. And yeah. I think that's such a, an important relationship between a, an EP and and their talent. 
Yeah, I, I like that. And it's, you've got to have that relationship and connection. And yeah, it and is, trust. And it is teamwork. Yep. It, everything. No, not, a lot of people don't realise the, the work and effort, whether it be radio, whether it be television, yeah. print, all the people behind the scenes. So true. And and also those people that you do need to connect with. And there's a big message here, I'll just, just go off topic a little, is that you know if you're going to be doing a piece to camera with a, a news crew, it's not the journalist that's the most important person there, it's the cameraman or woman. Because they're the ones that are going to make you look good. They're the ones that are going to have the cutaways and the shots if you're going to make it into. Of course, you've got to answer the journalist's questions. (laughs) Of course. But, you know, respect for all in that circle of media. Great stuff. Now, Janine, you did your first Meet the Media this year, 2021. Um, killed it, I might add. It. Yeah. yeah, how good. Yeah, very teaching good. skills definitely shone <laughs> on that day. I was yeah. sitting up very straight when Janine <laughs> was talking, I can tell you that. But the one thing I, I, I've got to say, and look, the um, the connections and the people in the room, they warmed to you. They went to you because they, they connected on while you are on stage and when you were talking with them in the workshops. What was that like for you? Look, I'm... I'm going to be really honest. I had a big case of imposter syndrome <gasps> going into that because, you know, I'm sitting next to the likes of Ollie Peterson and Gareth Parker. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it is, it, you know, that's quite intimidating. But I guess I've also, with age and with, you know, with age comes a little bit of self-identity and I know Mix, I know our brand, I know what I'm looking for in content. Mm. So, when we when we broke into the groups and I was sitting with the experts and they were pitching content, I could, I knew what was going to work and what wasn't going to work on mix. And even if they didn't know kind of how it f- sat with our with our brand, um, I could see where we where we could take it. And yeah. um, so I guess that's just being familiar with what you're talking about. Sure. And um, so once I once I got in there and started having a chat, that's just you know what I do. Um, I, I felt very comfortable and I loved it. It was really good fun. You put on a good show, you guys. Oh, well, I love that you were there, Thank though, you. because to use your <laughs> phrase of light and shade, mm. you know, there's all different types of media and there's, you know, so many different types of just radio. So I think for the experts, it was super valuable to have you there to understand, well, this is what it takes to get on 6PR mm-hmm. and this is what it takes to get on Mix. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that. And, and that, that comparison really really important and like I said from the outset of this podcast I think there's a lot of opportunity for experts out there don't be afraid of FM radio yeah good call Nick. you've yeah. got to you've got to really Please embrace it be. yeah you've got to embrace it and there is a pitch or an, or an angle there for you you just need to talk to people about how to make it FM exactly. I, I, it's such an important thing um, I, I wanted to tap into <laughs> imposter syndrome because mm-hmm. imposter syndrome exists for a lot of experts yes and a lot of commentators they don't don't actually believe that they should be or could be the the expert, and you know sometimes that takes a little bit of prompting. How did you? Why did you feel that? I mean, you know, Ollie Peterson, Gareth Parker, two of the biggest imposters I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, <laughs> um, fake it till you make it, really, isn't it? Yeah, you just got to back yourself in, and as an expert, you know what you're talking about. So that's why I started to feel more comfortable once I started talking to the experts about what I do and what they were pitching to me and how that would sit with our brand, I relax because I'm just having a chat about what I do. Yeah. And so same with the experts. Just have a chat about what you do. No need to be nervous about it because you are the expert. You're yeah. the one that knows what's going on here um, and we need you. So, you know, 
fake it till you make it. I don't know oh, if, that's, that. if that's if that's the right advice. No, but just be confident f- in in your own knowledge. And if it's not if it's not going to be you, it'll be someone else. Exactly. That always used to motivate me. If I was in a situation where I'd be thinking I haven't got enough experience in my industry to be the expert in this space, or there's someone better, whatever, the competitive thing would kick in in my head. And I think, yeah, but there's someone breathing right down my neck if I don't say yes to this. You just have to do it. I'm going to have to use that theory <laughs> in our re-signing approach. Uh, if it's not you, it's somebody else. Yeah. Uh, that could be our well, line. That's the media oh. industry though, right? But, and that is it. Spot on. It is the media industry. And yep. you painted a very different picture there, Janine, as a, you know, your team is a family and a very close-knit. But how competitive is it out there? Because you compete in a very, very competitive industry yep. that is after the ratings, yep. is after position, it's after advertisers, it's, it is big business. How do you, do you feel the pressure coming from there? A hundred percent. And yeah. I am super competitive. Yeah. I want to be number one. You're a marathon runner too, aren't you? Yes, I am. Jeez. That's awesome. Uh, well, it's been a while, guys, but um, yeah, <laughs> done, a, done a couple. But yeah, super competitive. And, um, you know, and so when we, you know, when we're designing the show, you know, not every day I'm thinking, oh, ratings. What I'm thinking is... What does Perth want to know about? Mm. How can we start their morning off on the right foot? How do, how do they get that fun feeling? And, uh, you know, as long as we're kind of keeping that as our structure, it doesn't matter what the ratings are saying. As long as we're having a good time, Perth's happy listening to us. We're keeping our sponsors happy, our clients happy. Um, that's, that's the focus. But, yes, I am competitive. And I, what I want, though, is the best show to go to air every day. One of my favourite stories about you is the fact that three years ago you were a helper at a Meet the Media event. You were one of the students <laughs> that was uh, that holding jo- the microphone. Joe McManus, Andrea Burns, found and said, "Yes, get over there. You've got to go and look at this and do the microphone. See the media up there. The the Tim McMillans of the worlds, the Michael Genovese, um, you know, the Ben Harveys. Uh, uh, three blokes couldn't name a female there. That's just yeah. yeah well, you name them next time, Lana. Um, <laughs> but it was just off the top. But I love the fact that you were the volunteer. But now you're the EP at one of the the biggest breakfast radio programs. If there's a message to anyone out there how quickly this can happen, yes. but also too, um, uh, the fact that look, when you're a student, a lot of our students, Media Stable, we use our experts to feed through to you in your training. And I send a message out to all of our experts every year, always work with the students because tomorrow they'll be the EP. Yeah, and and so you true. are the perfect example of that. Well, you are actually the perfect example of that because when I was um, a student doing the postgrad, I had a, a radio assignment and it was to speak to somebody and I, I needed to speak to somebody about uh, women broadcasters in the media. And I was having a hell of a time trying to get somebody to talk to me because <laughs> I was a student, everyone's very busy. Um, and so I called Nick and I was like, will you come in and talk to me about female broadcasters in sport? And oh, that's right. Do you, yes. I don't know if you remember this, yes, but you, yes. were, you were actually on a family holiday to Rottnest and it's still, I still remember this. <laughs> and you said, absolutely, I'm on a family holiday, but when I get back, let's do it. And you came in to the university and you gave me your time and your expertise. Was I still in my board shorts? Uh, no, I think you were dressed in a suit. Oh, Very professional. In a suit. Very professional. <laughs> um, so... You know, you helped me out and and also throughout that course, I called on many experts from Media Stable to interview and the people that gave me the time of day 
were also the people when I started working at 6PR because they were already in my contacts. Yes. So you just start to recall, oh, that person was a great chat. Yeah. I've got their details. And so that was where my mind would go when I was working and, you know, being paid. I wasn't a student anymore. Mm. I already started to have this registry of experts that I could call on because they were there for me as a student. Yeah. And that makes all the difference. It's building a relationship and, you know, it might not happen tomorrow for the expert. They, you know, it might not happen, but uh, it, it yep. will happen. And the, this post-grad broadcasting course, like you said, 100% strike yeah. rate in employment. These yeah. people are going to be the ones that are going to be calling these experts. Such a good message. I, you know what? You just, you've just flooded back all the memories there of that interview. In, and it was in your new studio too. And it was, you yeah. Know, it was, yeah. And you actually said to me, Nick, um, you know, it's about getting a foot in the door in, in media. But when you do get your foot in the door, you better be wearing your best high heels. Uh. Like, <laughs> he used that line on me too. Really? Uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's he actually, does have it's, a few Nick Hayes. It's actually best shoes. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. No, well, I wore my heels for you today, Nick. You're yeah. uh, legendary because it's not always about the high heels. It's <laughs> just best shoes. Good shoes. <laughs> good shoes. Put oh. your good shoes on. God, I've been using that one for a little while. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're running out of time. This. How quickly does this go? I know, it's this so is fun. a lot of fun. Um, I gotta ask though. We've we've got to ask around just best tips and hints for people that are, are looking. And I think you know we we know the importance of FM radio because uh, we know for a lot of our experts that appear in it, the mm-hmm. feedback that they get from their um, market, the audience that they're looking to engage, is always through the roof. Yeah. So what would it be? Do you, for instance, if we were to pitch something there to ninety four point five, was it would it be by via, via email, phone, text? What's the best way to get through to you? All of those options yep. and I'm always open to it because I don't want to miss out on an opportunity um, if someone is presenting it to me. Make it punchy, target our audience, um, keep it concise yep. um, and but don't be scared to reach out because, yeah. you know, what's the worst that can happen? We say, thanks for getting in touch, it's not right for us, um, but my workday announces might love that, might Ooh. want to have a quick chat. And do you or, pass them on? A hundred percent. Look at that. Or, or I might say, actually, that, that would suit Triple M because we are a duopoly. <laughs> so, you know, Southern Cross Osterio, we have both brands, Triple M and Great Mix 94.5. Yeah. So it may not necessarily work for um, for our station, but, you know, I, you know, I can pass it along. Can talk to Kimba, can talk to Jenna. A hundred percent. You know, That's share, right. share the love around. Lovely. And and the kind of – look, you, you mentioned local, and I think local is important for all FM stations right across the country. If you're listening to this from Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Adelaide, it doesn't matter. Uh, Hobart, uh, we do include you. Um, <laughs> but, we, you know, if it, it's got to have that little edge, a little bit more spice to yeah. it, doesn't it? And, yeah. it? and that audience. And knowing that audience and its demographic skewed to the female, that 35 to 50 – is it 35 to 50? 30 which? to 54, I That's think. That's correct, yeah. yeah. yeah well, thank you very much. Good to see you. <laughs> so, you know, know your audience, yeah. know who they are. 100%, yeah. And just keep it punchy. I'm also available to be contacted via um, social media. So if you want to, you know, slide into my DMs. <laughs> uh, and and keep it, you can keep it nice and punchy there. G'day, this is so-and-so. This is what I've got in mind. And even if you don't really know what angle you want to go with, that's where I can come in and go, oh, I really love that idea maybe we could do this. That's very generous of you. I reckon that would be one of the most scary parts for an inexperienced 
media commentator, not knowing what the right angle is. So if you're out there listening, hit up Janine. Absolutely. I will. I will too. Cheapest. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to be doing it to, as soon as I get back into the office. But look, that is, and it's a good point. Anyone out there that thought that FM producers were a little scary? They're not. They're not. Maybe the others are. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, just, <laughs> maybe it's just. Maybe it's just you. Who knows? But I'm. I'm open to you know. I'm open to have a chat. So One, great. Wonderful to have you in, Janine. Thanks it's, for having um, me. A really a, a good insight to FM and a good insight into what you can do and prepare to be a part of the show. And like I say to all experts out there, please have FM as part of your approach because yeah. you are and can be part of their programs. You don't have to have one big brother. You don't have to have, you know, have an arm amputated or whatever it might be. Just have good content and a good story, local story. Yeah. Sorry, that went a little that bit was, too far. It's fine, it's I fine. went a little Keep too going. far then, didn't Keep I? Going. All right, closing <laughs> off. Um, Janine, just lastly, so people can get you on LinkedIn, on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? Or what's oh, your I'm not really um, not, Twitter, not really Instagram? on yeah Instagram um, Facebook um, you know all or the hit other up the usual station, just hit up the station yeah. Janine.chatfield at sca.com.au shoot me an email perfect you got it peeps good one Lana that's it well played me case I'm struggling to finish this one off I don't want to, you know what <laughs> I so fun let's I do a part two I don't want to finish it <laughs> off good. but we have to but we want to thank you for listening uh, that was Janine Chatfield SCA 94.5 uh, Kimba Pete and Matt I've got those three Pete, names Matt oh, and Kimba that's the one <laughs> thank you and their show's on and that's the one and this is the person that runs it um, six to nine weekdays oh look she's trying keep throwing so the lines good. I'm trying to finish <laughs> see you next week, Lana. See you then, Nick Hayes. And we'll see you next week for another episode of the Experts Podcast. You have been listening to the Experts Podcast powered by Media Stable. To get in touch with the team, head to the Media Stable website, mediastable.com.au.